The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Main Menu for another millennium. It's good to be back with you. Main Menu is the program that brings you the latest in technology stories from a blindness perspective. And on the program this week, well, we'll hear shortly about a new product from Freedom Scientific. It's called... And there we go. Uh, Welcome, everybody. My name is Jeff Bishop, and I'm here with uh, the Main Menu crew, except for John is out still at Disney. And uh, hey, Larry, how's it going? Uh, well, it's going good. I need to briefly talk to Rick about a cron issue. But other than that, we're doing fine. All right, that's fine. That's fine. And uh, tonight we're here. We're, we uh, we have a special announcement and a special guest before we get into all things that are planned tonight. Uh, tonight we're going to be hearing from Janine from Ira, and she's going to fill us in all about the new Ira desktop app. And then we'll, we'll fill you in on the next hour coming up here in just a few minutes as we uh, bridge between them and we'll... Uh, We'll go out on a rim and talk all about what's happening uh, with uh, our, our, our friends in a new remote solution that's coming out. It's currently in beta, and it's uh, currently uh, all the talk right now in reference to things that are happening in the, in the uh, assistive technology space. But before we get to all of this, I wanted to uh, welcome to the, uh, the ACB Media Microphones and the Main Menu Show a great friend of, of ACB and who's heard frequently on the community and uh, uh, all of that. Oh, and speaking of community, Travis is here. Hello, Travis. Good evening. Yeah, my buddy's here. That's awesome. <laughs> and Thanks. Uh, But Eric Damery is here. Welcome, Eric. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Good to be here with everybody again. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we, we heard... Uh, both an FS cast earlier today. And if you hadn't had an opportunity to, to listen to that, everyone, you definitely have to do that. I listened to that over 
uh, lunch today. And uh, the storytelling and, and just the, the memories, the fond memories. Eric, do you remember when I visited uh, uh, Freedom Scientific, and, or actually it was Henry Joyce back then, and uh, I met you actually at Henry Joyce? Remember that back in the 90s? Um, I don't remember that specific one. I know yeah. we had, were you there for a training? I was there for an interview with Ted. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you were you were there. You were pretty new at that time. Oh, and yeah, was, was and, I, and I remember that. And we had uh, and we had dinner at uh, Ted's big house. And oh, uh, nice. Yeah, and you were there, and your yeah. and and your you know your family and all that. And yeah, uh, yeah great times. Really great times. Um, yeah. Now, when so, you say at the big house, but this must have been at his house where he lived on. Uh, off of Fourth Street, it was on Sixty Second Ave, not too yeah, far from the yeah. office. It, it was big to me, but then again, I was only you know I was a pretty young yeah. snapper. It was a little three bedroom house. It was a very nice house, and yeah, nice big backyard had, though, if I recall. Yep, with a picnic table, and they opened yep. it up to uh-huh. to all of us. I remember we used to go over there and have parties with the. That was where we could afford to have company parties back in those days. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and Jerry was there, of course, and. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, I remember remember those days. Yeah, good good times. It was a it was a good time. But uh, it looks like uh, you you're starting a new adventure, and uh, and you're retiring, right? That's right. It's twenty eight uh, years. Time twenty eight years, and I, you know, it's it's something I've wrestled with over the past couple of years. And uh, travel had slowed slowed down for me, and you know. Not that I traveled all that much. Uh, there, are, you know, I feel for the people that get up and, and get on a plane every Monday morning and come home at, on Friday on an airplane. I, I can't imagine doing that. No, and I didn't hard. have to do it, but, but I did travel enough and I could have traveled much more. It probably would have been advantageous had I done more. I just uh, limited it. But when COVID hit and we couldn't travel, it made it easy for me to stick it out and keep going a while longer, but, uh, it's just, uh, it's time. I'm, uh, I'm at a point in my life where I, I still want to do some other things, uh, not necessarily in this industry. I really want to do other things like baseball uh, games, proving, proving my golf game. Yeah. And baseball uh, yeah, fishing. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so it's, it's going to be good. I, I'm going to, you know, get a chance to do some of that. And, and I hope to do some traveling. So good for I, you. I know good I'm going to go in and visit some folks that I've known in the industry for a long time. And this time it won't be professional. It'll be, I'm on vacation. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, well, let's take a snapshot back in time. Now this was back in the windows millennium days. And uh, this was when internet explorer 5.0 or 5.5 was around. Mm-hmm. And uh, Larry, do you have that available yeah. yet? Wait till you okay. hear what was what was the thing back then in terms of yeah. some of the technology it was fascinating. And, and we think this was the first appearance uh, of of Eric on main menu. Now yeah. I think you probably appeared on Blind Line or something prior to main menu, probably Eric mm-hmm. with Jonathan. But sure, uh, yeah. this is what we think was the first appearance on main menu. Let's hear it. 
Chances are that all of us listening to this program understand the truly empowering nature of the internet for blind people. Eric, welcome to Main Menu. What is Connect Out Loud? Connect Out Loud is web access software. It's um, designed for someone who's trying to get access to the internet. and We utilized our technology through Internet Explorer 5.0 through 5.5 and also Outlook Express that comes with that. But uh, in addition to being able to do the Internet, uh, Connect Out Loud gives you the ability to run in the Start menu and the Desktop, Windows Explorer, the Control Panel type applications, um, basically the operating system so that you can get to the applications, get them installed, and get your ISP hooked up and be able to use the web. And there you go. That there you go, a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're on the phone. Didn't, didn't even have yeah. Zoom or anything back then, of course. Yeah, I yeah. forget how we used to connect, but I guess you're right. It must have been a telephone. Yeah. It was the, definitely the telephone. I think he probably used a uh, spider phone or something back then mm-hmm. and uh, just would you know get you connected on the on a regular you know landline phone back in the day. So, yeah, yeah, didn't, yeah. Have, didn't have now, Zoom. Or, now, now, we're just amongst friends here. Can I tell <laughs> you guys a story you don't know? Sure. Sure. So there was a gentleman uh, that uh, came around in the 19, late 1990s, came to see Sun, and he decided he wanted to try and consolidate this industry a little bit, and bring it up to speed, and really grow it. Now, his name was Dick Chandler, and he was the guy that acquired Blazy and Hunter Joyce. Um, with with some of his money and some some money from you know the venture capitalist guys and and he created freedom scientific and one of the things he did early on he came to me and he said uh you know that jaws product's pretty expensive we need to create a jaws light and get more people using it and i said dick um, I've been doing this for about six years now, and I think that's a mistake. And I went into giving him some of my explanation, but he was pretty insistent. He said, no, we need something like that. And I said, okay, well, and I came up with this connect out loud concept and he was okay with it. And so, um, I created a product that was destined to fail and, <laughs> and, and the reason I did it the way we did it and the way connect out loud works for those of you who don't remember back in the day or wanted to want a better understanding it didn't speak in applications like word or excel or powerpoint but it would work with windows explorer and the menu system that you need to get to these applications and as long as you went into outlook express or ie you could get speech so it wasn't going to be good enough for maybe businesses or libraries to, to, to install and ask the consumers to use. And the reason I did this is because, you know, we needed to have an inexpensive product. At least they believed this. And um, my whole theory in this concept was the individuals weren't buying the software and they weren't back then. Uh, it was being purchased by agencies or uh, governments or companies for someone to use. Well, they weren't the users. And if they could find, if there were two options, the cheap one, the light product, 
and the more expensive one that could do everything, we'll buy them the light product. We'll buy the cheap one for the consumer. And the consumer would end up with a solution that wasn't going to allow them to grow and expand. And we certainly weren't going to make enough money to keep developing this stuff if, if we made a cheap product. So to be perfectly honest, when I made Connect Out Loud, I knew I was making a product that would never succeed and it did die. And it was funny because someone at the company mentioned it to me the other day. They said, the only thing you ever did that didn't work was Connect Out Loud. And I explained to them that was on purpose. So I did this. I did it in that way so that we could make sure that consumers would get a full-fledged screen reader when they went to school or when they went to the library or when they went got a job. And then, you know, even at home and today, what are we doing in the U.S.? We've got products out there for under $100 now for people to use, but it's the same software that you'd be using if you went to work using the, the high-end product. So anyway, that's my Connect Out Loud story. I've never told that one in public before. No. So Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, well, Eric, we, we, we really want to sincerely thank you. I uh, sent a, a note to, uh, to you in, uh, and, and shared it with Matt. And I, I hope it got distributed within the company. because It uh, did. Yep. It, it, was, it was very, very uh, much meant. And uh, without you in this industry, and I know it takes an effort and it takes a village and a team and all of that. I understand all of that, but uh, you know, you, you've been the, you've been the voice of, of Jaws. You've been, uh, you've been the, the, the lead on, you know, the, the, you're the product maker, the, the product manager and the voice of the, of the product. And uh, we would not have the features that we have today if it weren't for you. And uh, I, I have been able to support my family. I've been able to uh, raise uh, two wonderful children and uh, support my my lovely wife due to your monumental efforts. And uh, I'm just one of literally thousands and thousands of people that you've uh, impacted. I think everybody and, uh, in this room has had some connection yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks absolutely. very much, so, guys. So thank you so very, very much for just absolutely everything. And... Uh, you're, you're a legend, and thank you for for being you. You, well, I, uh, I really, I really appreciate it. And I got to tell you that uh, you know, as the word's been filtering out over the past couple of weeks, I've uh, gotten countless messages from people, many, many that I know, but but even people that I don't know, telling me stories and experiences that they've had as a result of whether it was listening to training tapes using the software. And it's just been very, very moving. And, uh, uh, you know, the, I can tell you right now, the people in the company, uh, folks, folks from the office have been calling me this afternoon as people started listening to the FS cast and got to hear that interview. And, you know, many people have heard Glenn's voice as the, the voice of FS cast, but I mean, he was so, critical to the success if it wasn't you know ted was ted was it was wonderful that ted hired me but if ted didn't also hire glenn at that time and if glenn wasn't so smart <laughs> we might not well, have exactly what we Absolutely. got i mean well no we, guy, we wouldn't have yeah. the guy was a pioneer and yeah. what but Jim it took Thatcher the three of you did to help him and yes right. no i i played my role yep and uh and it just it worked out it was we came together at the right time in history yep 
and uh, it really worked out well. And Glenn has been such a, a great friend over the years. So it was so much fun to sit and talk with him and create that FS cast recording. And I hope people enjoy it. I know I sure did making it with him and, and I really enjoyed all my time. So yeah, now, think, you, thank now you when guys. Glenn retires, you're going to need to come back and interview oh, him. Oh, you ain't kidding. <laughs> I right? yeah. You're, you're going to have to come I back, come and, back the, and tell some Glenn stories. Glenn's yeah, got you're, some you're, stories. You're, <laughs> you're going to have to come yeah. back, you know, sit in your rocking chair and uh, but Glenn doesn't your fishing tell stories pole. like that much. You're going to have to I'll persuade never, him. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a quick Glenn story. <laughs> I'll never forget. I was at CSUN. Uh, I don't remember what the year, but it was back at LAX Marriott. I know, I know that. And Glenn's dad, who was a retired lawyer who lived in Los Angeles, came to the presentation. Now, Glenn's dad had never, you know, done anything. We've been doing this stuff for several years at this point, so it was, you know, there are a lot of people who come to that presentation. And uh, his dad got to sit in the front row, and Glenn and I were there doing the presentation. I don't know if he was doing the presentation, but. He certainly got plenty of recognition. And I know his dad was so proud of what he had accomplished. And for me as a sighted individual, one of the best things about being a sighted individual and doing these presentations is I get to see the facial expressions and I get to see the light bulbs coming on and things like that. But watching Glenn's dad sitting in the front row of that presentation was fantastic. Cool that's story. Neat. Very cool yeah, that, story. That's fantastic. Hey, Janine, so, I know you're here. Did you want to say anything to Eric before we uh, cut him loose and uh, and send him on his way for a nice, oh, enjoyable... Uh, absolutely. You know, have a absolutely. beer on us, Eric, by the way. I will. I will. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely, Eric. It has been a pleasure to have known you over the years and run into you at various conventions and things and to finally get to spend a little time with you this year at one of the conventions. And uh, wonderful. I mean, it's really hard to explain to people what an impact you've had on assistive tech and what a great example you are for those of us coming up through the ranks with new products and things like that of how to how to do it. So thank you and have a great retirement. Work on that golf game. Troy, our CEO, is a golfer too. And you know, you know that he wants you on the links. You're right. And he, he came here. <laughs> he came here for a visit uh, uh, within the past year. And he and I got to play a round of golf here. Oh. Together. We had a, a very good time. I really enjoyed spending my time with Troy. He was, uh, he's a great golfer. And uh, he's got an amazing business there that you guys are doing. So thank you so much. It was great to spend some time with you. Thanks. Uh, and we, we love the collaboration between yeah. uh, Freedom Scientific and, and Ira. Yep. Well, thanks very much, Gene. Thanks so much, Th- Eric. Thank you, Eric. Yep. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, every- good night. Good night Bye. Eric. Bye. Eric, All Dunley. right. Good, um, good, by the good, way, I good got stuff. Of, I got a hold of Rick, by the so way. Did, uh, so did I. Okay. Yeah, so okay. we're covered. So All right, yep, I haven't yep. checked, but okay. I will in a second. All right, all now right. on to the next thing. It's just a night of full surprises and fun and all that kind of great stuff. And did John make it home yet? Uh, no. Uh, he's, no. Okay. He'll be here soon, right. but You're- we are back to normal now. We're good. Yes, I know. Yes, okay. yes. Okay, we're sorry for the delay, everybody, and uh, we'll, 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 uh, we'll get things right on the replay. So, okay. 
All right. Well, um, now it's time to uh, turn our eyes to Ira and uh, talk about um, all the things. Now, we, we were going to have you on, you know, at the end of June. And then, of course, convention got in the way and all craziness happened there, Janine. So we, we uh, gravely apologize for, for the delay in that. But it, I think the timing worked out good because now we can actually dive a little bit deeper into what this Ira desktop thing is. And maybe you can fill us in even more on where things are in process with that. And we can just talk about all things Ira all up. And, oh, and, uh, absolutely. I, you also I have someone to introduce, uh, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you okay. have someone to introduce, don't you? I go. do. I have uh, one of my colleagues here, uh, yeah. Sandy Marcus, who is our VP of Marketing. Hey, Sandy. Hi, Jean. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Jeff. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much for having us. And I couldn't agree more. Um, sometimes things happen for a reason, and we're delighted that we're talking to you all now versus a month ago. Yeah, it's great. And we can fill people in more and all that. And, and of course, Larry is here too. Yep. And so he and I will tag team and, and awesome. go from there. I so. think we said awesome. the same thing. We saw Troy a lot at uh, in Omaha. We had dinner yeah. once. He was everywhere, he wasn't was, he? <laughs> and he said, I'm so glad that you guys are going to be doing this after the fact, because we've announced everything pretty much now. In fact, there's yeah. been even some more beta stuff that's happened. And he oh, said, yeah. now we can talk about it, because and everybody will know about it already, rather than, oh, by the way, here's what we have in store for you in the next couple of months. So I think this is brilliant. Yeah, ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I even heard from uh, from uh, Troy as well, um, during, uh, during the uh, Information Access Committee meeting, yeah. he, he emailed me. Oh, so great. boy, he 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 was everywhere. I think he was running around and listening to streams, and I, that, that oh, yeah. guy's crazy. He's just all over the place. I'm yeah. sure he was. We were getting a lot of reports back too. Yes, yes. So that's exciting. So, well, where do you guys where do you guys want to start? I, I guess we should start with what what I mean. I'm sure everyone knows what Ira is. So I don't know that we need to go quite that well, far back. I think we're going to start, Sandy, with Ira everywhere. If sure. you can give people a little background on what what is Ira everywhere. I am happy to do that. And um, I jotted down some notes and I'm laughing because they start off with me telling you all that our CEO, Troy Otilio, was at the convention in person. And if I didn't know any better, I would swear he had a body double or maybe even a body triple. He covered more ground than than anyone I've ever known um, and had an incredible, incredible experience and learned so much and felt so much um, enthusiasm for what we're doing that I'll talk about in a split second and then hand it to Janine. And Janine manned the reins of all of our uh, virtual um, involvement in the convention. So thank you all for what you did to make that a great great experience for Ira. Hey, by so, the way, before before you go further here, I just wanted yeah. to comment on the production quality of the oh Ira. Oh my gosh. Uh, it was the best produced quality played. thing that we got. It oh, was unbelievably yeah. great. <laughs> really I don't, I don't know who put that together for you. Was it you, Janine? Gosh, who would have done that, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was tremendous. That oh, was unbelievably you. great. I, we I, are glad you enjoyed it. And very, 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 very compelling. And and um, as a product maker myself, uh, you know, in uh, when I'm not working, um, I can you know, <laughs> I can I can just be Jeff. But at, at work. Um, it, wonderful storytelling. 
just just great great uh mix of music and and voices and um extremely professionally well done just wait just till you see what we have for you tonight <laughs> oh yes oh well, yeah let's get to it yeah i'll add a yeah bravo janine thanks for saying that it it was uh it was pretty special so so let me take just a couple of minutes and talk through what we announced at the beginning of ACB, and we've continued to talk about it, and in fact, continued to add to it um, just over this one month span of time. So you all know Ira and know that our mission is to remove barriers and make the world more accessible. So wherever, whenever, however, one wants to get to visual interpreting, um, is now more of a reality than it was just a month ago. So we introduced something that we're calling Ira Everywhere, and we literally mean everywhere. So more ways to access visual interpreting. So I'm going to talk about two areas. First, devices or form factors, and then spend a couple of minutes on tools, um, specifically uh, remote access and document exchange, and then hand it to Janine to go deeper on desktop. So devices and form factors. For me, when I think about my love of satellite radio, I'm so excited that I can get satellite radio everywhere and anywhere. I can get it in my car. I could get it on my computer. I can get it on my smart device in my kitchen. So obviously that um, analogy is familiar to everybody. So think going forward the same thing about getting to the IRA service or getting to an IRA agent for visual interpreting. Uh, today, smartphone apps, uh, today on the desktop. Soon, uh, we're working with ARX Vision to have uh, IRA and their headset um, a reality. And at the end of August, IRA on the blind shell phone. So all different kinds of devices and form factors and our interest in expanding if you want to think of these as on ramps or ways to access the service our interest or sorry not our interest our commitment is to keep adding to that portfolio so truly bringing meaning to ira everywhere um, second thing to talk about, and again, Janine will do um, much more of a specific uh, conversation and show and tell about desktop. But the second area to talk about, again, um, choice, right? Use IRA, experience IRA, however it's best for you, whether it's uh, the work of life or the work of business or the work of school or the work of play, uh, whatever device or form factor suits you best, and whichever tool is your preference, or for folks in um, a work environment, whatever tool is the approved tool. So before I talk about what we've added, or I suppose the verb tense there is what we are adding, um, I just wanted to give kind of a quick flyby on uh, definitions. And I think this is a, a well-heeled group who understand the differences between uh, remote access, screen share, and file transfer. But as we think of them, and then this creates the right context for the tools that we're 
adding support for um, remote access, the ability to access a computer or device and all of its files and applications from another device and control it as if you were sitting in front of it. So uh, screen share or desktop share, clearly what we're doing here, right? One to many, um, no, necessarily no control, just the communities viewing, right? The contents and then file transfer, the process of copying or moving a file from one computer to another over a network or the internet. So as we think about what we're adding support for in, uh, in the scope of Iris visual interpreting, that's how we define those three, um, those three. So uh, coming later in August, uh, we're going to add um, expanded support for remote access tools. And those will now include Microsoft Quick Assist and Google Chrome Remote Desktop, which we'll probably start referring to as simply Chrome Remote Desktop. So there'll be alternatives to the current tool, uh, default tool, excuse me, of TeamViewer. And, um, and obviously the idea here is to continue to provide secure, highly accessible, low friction tools uh, that improve the explorer's experience, again, depending on what he, she, or they prefer to use, or again, in a work setting, what the approved tool is. And then lastly, and then I'll kind of wrap up with where we're headed, um, when we think about document exchange, we want to add more choices for document exchange. Collaborative work often involves just that. And while explorers can continue to use email to send files back and forth uh, with their agent, uh, they'll now, and this is active already, um, have the ability to do that from right within desktop, IRA desktop. So seamlessly, without breaking the flow of work, be able to do file exchange. So IRA Everywhere, our commitment here is to choice and flexibility. And um, desktop is in beta now, and you can get access to it if you go to a webpage ira.io slash choice. We'll follow up and get you connected and keep you updated um, on the progress we're making with desktop and blind shell and ARX vision. And then lastly, I would say um, the idea of an ecosystem. So we're building an ecosystem with uh, Iris visual interpreting and a growing number of partnerships for devices um, wearables, tools, all to make the process of getting to and engaging with an agent um, on, on your terms. So with that, uh, I think everybody probably wants to hear less from me and more from Janine. Um, I will pass it to Janine and we'll go a little deeper on desktop. And then obviously when we're ready for questions, I'm happy to answer any questions about IRA everywhere. But if I leave you with one thing, at some point, go to ira.io slash choice, fill out a simple Google form, and then we'll keep you up to date on everything I just uh, just chatted about.
Well, now, before we t- uh, pass this over to Janine, I, I now have lots of questions for you, but I'm wait because <laughs> because you just brought up some things I had no idea even existed, uh-huh. let alone, Ooh. let alone, let alone, uh, I, 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 for example, I did not know that Google had a remote desktop uh, web solution. Like oh, this. Jeff. Yes. Yes. yes, yes I yes. did not know that. So <laughs> this, <laughs> it shows you where I've been, right? <laughs> then hiding in a cave somewhere. So, yeah, so this is very interesting. I will be, I will be <clears throat> playing with that later today. Uh, that's very fascinating. All right. Well, Janine, where do you want to take us? Awesome. Well, I am going to attempt, and of course, I tried to switch my speech over here so you could actually hear it through the Zoom, and that, of course, is not working. So we're going to try something a little bit different here. But as I wait for that speech to switch over, I am going to be using a Mac today, which should explain why my speech is not switching over quickly. But um, <laughs> but I'm going to talk a little bit about Ira for desktop. And uh, this is sort of a, um, a confusing name, because when you think Ira for desktop, you think, oh, standalone app, great. No, no, this is actually a web app. So you will be going to a web page. And the reason that we decided to create a web app as opposed to a standalone app was so that you could engage with Ira anywhere. Anybody's computer, as we know now, you can very easily get to Narrator on many, many computers out there in public spaces uh, that are publicly available, like in a business center or uh, a school or library. If you use a Mac, you can easily get to VoiceOver on a public machine. So we wanted you to be able to use Ira really quickly and efficiently that way. And so I am going to hope that I get my speech back here soon. Um, That would be really good, but that's not going to happen. So (laughs) plan B. Alrighty. I may actually have Sandy bring this up on her end and do a screen share while I walk you through all this, although you're not going to be able to hear it. So let me ask you this. When you you, uh, use Ira desktop, does it, do you have um, the ability of, of full control as well? At this point, no. Because it is a web app, you do not have the ability to give your agent control of your computer. You will still okay. be using a third-party uh plugin. However, it's going to be much, much quicker to employ that plugin than it is now. If anybody, I'm sure you've all, if you have used TeamViewer with Ira, you know that process. I've got to find my password. If I stick with a dynamic password and I don't set a static one, I have to find my ID. I have to find my password. I either have to get into the box where that is with some JAWS trickery or I have to hold my phone up to the very bright computer screen so the agent can Mm -hmm. see it. So it's a process. Here, what I would be doing would be a screen share. So I would be able to get the agent on my, uh, via the web page. They would be looking at me through the camera. So I could do any number of things there. But then if I want to have that remote access for the agent, I can just share my screen. I can do a uh, share of everything, you know, on my screen, or I can share a specific app. So let's say I go down to TeamViewer, I can flip over, they can quickly get that information from the screen and they're in. And it takes much, much less time than the typical, you know, struggling with TeamViewer. 
The same can be said for I have not played with Quick Assist because I'm a Mac user, but I have played with the Chrome remote, and that is also very quick for the agent. You're going to send them to a website, you're going to read them a code, or you can screen share and they can grab the code. Right. So and, very and with quick, quick Assist, you can remote. In other words, you can take control. Yes. Right. So I, so I did that yesterday. It. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it worked quick really assist, well. I use it, I use it uh, at least three to four days a week. <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, it's it's awesome. It's it's very very quick and very efficient that way. Um, yes. yes. So so really, you got the best of both worlds because you can you can use iRed Desktop for things like you know where someone needs to be able to see you know what your what you would see with your computer mm-hmm. camera. So if you want to hold up you know uh, you you know your your mail that you got in the in the mailbox. Yes. Yes, or, it is much, or, much easier to deal with your mail yeah. when you just hold it up with the one hand rather than having to manipulate the phone and the mail and all of that. Yeah. It's also much little easier. To left, little to the left. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yep, just, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's much, much easier to deal with round things, pill bottles, any kind of bottle, or especially if you're dealing with like a large weird shaped object like a cleaning fluid or something like that where you're trying to manipulate the phone and the object and you feel like you're juggling no here you just hold it up to the camera and also another thing that people are doing with desktop is that they are actually because you can back up from your camera and they can get a full body view of you people are checking their outfits they are you know looking at how to set up a video if they're going to do a tiktok video or a youtube video they are using this to set that up and make sure you know the agent will tell them the background in fact i'm going to be doing that probably tomorrow doing some training videos for our agents about the blind shell okay yeah Yeah, so this is the excitement of and i tell you what my speech is completely dead of course uh because that's the way things go but um but um sandy if you can go to i am I am at your I am at your service. Okay. So if you can do now she will not have voiceover on her computer, but 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 we can describe to you what's gonna go on here. Sure. Just tell me where uh, remind me of the URL, please. Yes, it is explorer.ira.io and that is one URL. You all will get a different URL for the beta. So you know, you're welcome to go there, but you can definitely get a different URL for the beta. Sure. And just hang on one sec, Janine. So I have that in a window and let me share my screen. May I have permission to share my screen? There's a window. Okay. So. All right. Now, when Sandy brings this up, what's going to come up first is our traditional login screen or our sign. Actually, it's our sign in screen. So if you have an IRA account, this is all going to be tied to your regular IRA account. You're going to, you can either uh, sign in by with your phone number or with an email and we are going to send you a code. So Sandy will put her phone number in. And when you 
click on or select a sign in with phone number, it's first going to put you in a country code box, and that's a drop down. And that is going to show you country codes from all of the countries that we serve, which is the US, Canada, the UK, the Republic of Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand. So you'll have all of those country codes. And then you'll drop down to the box where you'll type in your phone number. And then you can drop down, well, you will drop down to another box that says stay signed in. You can check that or not. Mm -hmm. And then you go ahead and hit submit. Then we will text a code to that phone number. And so you that, will simply, yep. I was just now, now, will you remember uh, if you come back to this, like you close the browser and come back, will it remember that you've signed in and it yes. not require this? Okay. Especially if you click that stay signed in. Yes. Okay. And even if you come back, you know, the next day and you bring up that address, you're still going to be signed in. So let me go ahead and do that. And I've she is doing that. Um, I will tell you that um, the other thing that is good about this is you can have this browser open and you can grab your phone. Oh my gosh, somebody's at the door. I've got to go find my groceries that are out there. You can grab your phone, pull up your IRA app and be on it at the same time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> so now do they see both now do they see both at the same, same um, time? Well, well actually no, it would be a separate call. Maybe so you would get agent. another okay. agent another and you agent. could you know, you oh could put gosh. your agent on hold or yeah. say, you know, okay, we're just going to have you agent just hang on a second. I'll be right back. I'm going to make a call to another agent. We'll go, we'll get your groceries, bring them in. And then of course, if your laptop's in the kitchen, you can identify them all. Oh, then then they can wave at each other. You, they, you can yes, the there you go. They can wave at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, recently at a convention where somebody actually had an agent on the phone and they came up to the booth and asked for directions. And I was giving them directions and the agent said, whoa, whoa, you're taking over my job. <laughs> so, oh, that's funny. Exactly. Live or in-person agenting. Yes, so, in-person agenting. Uh, agenting. I'm good, but I'm not that good. <laughs> so I, I've I've uh, submitted my phone number. I received my access code. I put my access code in, and now I am on the screen where I can call an agent. Or and she has, yeah, or, she's got a couple I, choices here. And I was just going to say, and I know this is something that you intended to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, I can call an agent or I can attach a message or a file. Yes. And this is very similar to the, um, the current mobile app where you can start a call with a message. And there is a box when you click on that message uh, area that will say, I can't talk right now. So, for example, you're at work, you need to send someone something, you need to talk to an agent about something, and you can't talk right now. You can actually click that box, and the agent will understand that you can't talk. There are also controls on this screen to set up your different um, devices. So, it says configure devices. You can go in there. There is a choice of whatever, can uh, I'm sorry, whatever microphones you have in your system. So, I happen to have four of them, uh, and I can pick the one that I want to go in and out of. Uh, you can choose your speaker, where you want that audio to come from when the agent comes on. And then you can also choose your camera. If you have multiple cameras, uh, let's say you've got a GoPro that you're setting up for your YouTube things, you can choose that one so the agent can see through that particular camera to get you set up in your um, for your video. So Janine, would you like me to call an IRA? Let's go ahead and call an agent. Hey, and 
uh, warning that I don't think I've configured anything. So did you share I, your audio, by the way, when you shared your screen here on, on Zoom? Thought that I did. Okay, so we should hear it. Yeah, we should let's, be able to hear it. Well, all right, so let's see what happens. Agent. Oh, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's asking her to configure her, her well, camera and microphone. <laughs> no, it's Which, it's, no, it's telling me to try again later, but I am thinking oh. that... I'm thinking it's because I'm not configured. Give me a split second here. Uh, probably, and because they're not expecting you, they're expecting me. <laughs> you know what? You're so, right. yes, okay. yes. No, default, default, default. All right, let's give mm -hmm. it a shot again. There we go. No, no, it's not. Okay. Right. Well, never fear. Never fear. And I will tell you, folks, this is our busiest time of night. And I learned some really interesting information. This July is turning out to be the busiest month in IRA history. And throughout convention season this year, which is from, I believe, the... Um, the Saturday, the 1st of July, I think, through mm -hmm. probably the 11th, we had over 85,000 calls to IRA, which is pretty amazing. But our busiest week so far was the week after the conventions. And I joked that everybody was taking their COVID tests at that point. <laughs> so, um, but yes, those were the, um, those were some really high use periods. Now, desktop, what you can also do here, um, if we had an agent on the phone, then Sandy could share her screen and there are keyboard shortcuts for these things. So uh, Command S, Control S in Windows uh, is going to be your screen share command. And we realize that conflicts with the JAWS command, but you can do the pass through. Um, we also have separate commands for going into uh, configuring your devices and during the call to turn off either your camera or your microphone. Again, that's really important for work. If you've got a situation where you, you still want to be communicating, you can do that via the messaging box. Now, also in that message box is a feature to send files back and forth. And I actually did this the other day with an agent. I had a photo and I now I could have done this in a couple ways. I could have done the team viewer uh, remote kind of access and she could have picked the photo and okay here's what I see and I can now go into your computer and I can write the description in text edit and you'll have it but what I thought was I wonder how this will go if I send her the file that I want ask her to write the description in the message box and then we have it and she did that and sent the file back to me. Now, when the file comes back, it's going to have a different name. It'll have a little add-on to it, so you know it's not the same file. It's a duplicate. And you can then take from the message box that text, uh, whichever way you want to copy it. You can, you know, do a Control-A and uh, Control-C to copy everything in that text box. However you get that information, you can do it. Now, right now, the messages are only available during the call, but this is a public beta, folks, so we want you to use it. We want you to comment on it. So now, yes. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. So I've composed a message that says that I am your able 
somewhat able-bodied assistant in doing the demo. Um, you want me to give it a shot? Sure, you- let's give it a shot because now right. Sandy can click on a start call with the message and we will see. So I, I am going to say that there is a configuration issue because I'm still getting a funny error message. There I, might yeah. be. Yeah, my apologies. Yeah, and no trust problem. me, Trust me, folks, this is the kind of thing that we will have, you know, our support folks are ready to help you um, try to get everything configured. I would say for Windows, it should not be too difficult. For for the Mac, it's a little more involved. Um, As anyone who uses the Mac knows, um, giving permissions is a little bit more involved, but it's not too bad, actually. There are only, I believe, two that you have to uh, allow for. Sorry, this... This this hurdle is probably more me in my configuration than desktop because you you do use it successfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I do apologize. I had this. I had this. Work, of course, you know it all works perfectly before you go live. It's, it's all about live, you know. <laughs> it is all about live, and yeah, I think for my live. Mac, it's all about how many things do I have open at once. <laughs> You're not running the Mac beta, are you? No, I am not. No. Okay. okay no. I, you know, who knows? I, I, well, exactly. I am not yeah. running the Mac beta, but we do yeah. have some good news about uh, the iOS beta for everybody. If you are running the iOS beta. We just put out an update uh, yesterday. Yeah, and so that is out today. So it, we will now work perfectly with the uh, with the beta. So go ahead and grab that update. It's uh, yeah. Ira five point two point one. So go All ahead right. and grab that. So now Sandy's have- call is finished. Let's say her call is finished, and we have completely revamped our rating screen. We listened. We know that one of the biggest problems is you had a great agent, but a terrible technical call. Uh, How are you going to rate that? You don't want to rate the agent poorly, you know. So we have a new feedback screen. And the way this feedback screen works is you're going to be put in there. It'll say feedback. You can tab down to skip. Of course, you can always do that. You can then tab down to how was agent so-and-so. And you have three choices here. You have good, neutral, or poor. And then you have a text box where you can talk more about the agent. And then we put in a feature for when agents go above and beyond. And it's a little checkbox that says, give your agent an IRA heart. And our IRA heart is this little graphic. It's IRA blue, which is sort of a turquoise kind of blue with a little white A in it. And so that's kind of a gold star for your agent. Then the next box is, uh, how was the IRA app? Again, good, neutral, poor. There is a text box. And then after that, there is flag this call for immediate attention. So if something really went wrong or you just feel you need to talk to somebody about the call, you can check that box and someone will get back to you right away. Then there's a screen to provide more information. And here we have some additional granularity in the rating system. So you can go through and uh, tell us what your agent did very, very well. if you rated them poor, um, you can check also what, what areas that they were weak in, and they do not see that feedback from you directly. They are going to get feedback from, you know, our agent analyst team, but they're not going to see you. Oh, gosh, Jeff rated me poorly. Oh, no, no, that's not going to happen. But 
the agent will definitely be educated and we're going to help them try to succeed with the next call. So it's all done very positively because we want that agent to do better. And so your feedback is really important there. Same thing with the app. Um, tell us what we can do better or what we're doing well with the app. And then you can submit that feedback. Now, at this time, there is not a way to go back in and rate calls if you didn't have time to fill out that. But again, it's a beta. So if this is important to you in working with the beta, let us know because features will develop as this beta goes on. And uh, that's the great, I mean, they are literally adding things, you know, <laughs> definitely every week. The uh, file sharing just came on board this past week and uh, people are, are liking it and using it in the beta now. So along with the messaging, the nice part about the messaging too is that it works with braille displays. So you've got access if you are a braille display user, if you are deaf blind, this is a great way to be able to access your computer with your agent and uh, go back and forth for whatever you need. Cool. So that's Ira for desktop, Jeff. All right. Well, we have a, we have just a few minutes and uh, want to open it up for questions. So yeah. Travis, do we have any raised hands? We yes, we do. In a minute. All, Ooh, right. all right. Diane, Diane Scalzi has her hand up. Hello, Diane. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the thing that I'm having a little trouble understanding is um, if I were to use this um, IRA desktop, um, would I have to have a webcam on my computer? Because right now I don't have one. Ah, that is a very good question. At this point in time, yes, you would. However, um, our engineers are working on a way to be able to, for the, them to be able to access your screen without needing a camera. So that is coming. I would say to go to the webpage, sign up for the updates, and those will give you information on what will be coming out in each version. And definitely let us know, uh, support at ira.io, that you would love to use this, but you don't have a webcam. And we, we hear this from people who have desktop computers or different kinds of systems that don't have a webcam. So, yeah, def or they like to use their computers in clamshell mode, uh, which is the lid closed on the laptop, basically. Now, that's interesting. So, you know, but but cameras are relatively inexpensive. I mean, you don't need a, a, a you know, a 4K uh, camera here you could get a you know 49 dollar 39 dollar very true usb very but true. so far i've been too cheap to buy one <laughs> ah okay well and they can be a little tricky to set up depending on your computer they can. system they can. Yep. yeah <laughs> so we wanted to we definitely want to look at how we can you know give the um agent access to your screen and to things like that without the camera. So um, it may, for example, invoke a, a screen share, an automatic screen share, if it sees that you don't have a camera. So that's something we're, we're talking about, but we definitely want to know that people out there want this. Yeah, interesting. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Any other hands, Travis? Not at this time. All right. All right. Well, we are going to be planning some community calls with ACB to talk about Blind Shell, to talk about ARX, to talk about some other things we have in the pipeline, and of course, desktop. And Jeff, I will send you for main menu a lovely demo of desktop that does actually show All right. well, that that what it's great. like. So, great, um, yeah. hey, so wh while we're while we're uh, nearing the end of this hour, I thought it would be interesting to bring in our friends. 
uh, here from uh, Numa Solutions and and um, talk to them with you because I, I have a question and and uh, you know this community is relatively small and uh, first of all I want to welcome uh, Matt and Mike uh, to the show. Hello, hi guys, how's it going? Good evening. Hello, hello, long time hi, no there. So. Uh, did you like my little uh, out on a rim thing earlier, uh, yeah, Michael? That... <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, anyway, so um, I I was just wondering, you know, this is a uh, all of us are really interested in this whole remote connectivity thing and and uh, whatever ways that we can get connected to be able to solve problems and all of that. So while you're here, Jenny and I was just wondering if you could speak to, and I know it's the elephant in the room, but since you're here, I thought we would ask. That is uh, Ira working with RIM. Janine, her microphone is closed, but Janine, you're welcome to chime in or I can take it, whatever you prefer. Let me get to the right screen. There we go. Hello. There you go. There we are. All righty. So we don't have anything in the works right now. We are looking at RIM and uh, we will definitely be back to everyone uh, as things develop. All right. And Sandy, so we're, we're anxious to hear about RIM as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. We'll stick around if you wish. Uh, but before, before we change, before we change, mm-hmm. I want you to give the, the beta URL one more time for anybody who came in late. Uh, yeah, please do. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Larry. It is ira.io slash choice. Not a difficult word to remember these days. <laughs> and Sandy, you were a delight tonight. I uh, don't think I've spoken to you yet before, except maybe on an Ira Explorer call. But uh, just wanted to uh, thank you for you know your, your uh, voice tonight and giving us information. Did you have anything further to share? Just to say thank you. I enjoyed it. I, I'm always happy to tag team with Janine. And um, the perfect place for us to end is just on that word choice. So as it relates to devices, and then more specifically, the quick conversation we just had about additional tools, we're all about choice and building an ecosystem. And you know, if and when, when and if there's more to say, we, we'd be happy to say it here. All right. Well, plus you have a great microphone too. So don't change that because you sound marvelous. Oh, thank you. And I'm uh, whatever's on board with a fairly new MacBook Pro and it works for me. Yeah. You sound, I, doesn't she sound great, Janine? Oh, I don't have the good Janine voice, <laughs> but thank you, for, no, thank but you for the compliment. But you have very, very good audio though. It's very, very oh, nice. But thank you. I'm, yeah. And note, and Murphy's Law, there would have been a dog barking in the distant <laughs> and and there isn't think about well, there you go there you go thanks thanks again so much guys i appreciate you guys so much likewise thank you so much for the opportunity thank you all right uh larry is uh is your cohort in crime home yet he is here i don't know what he's doing uh all right well he'll join he us here. eventually yes. and when he does you'll you can let me know when he decides to, or travis can let us know he said he's not feeling really well voiceover oh that's not good no i'm not sure why yeah all right what's his name in case he appears on the attendee site no Uh, john gassman he won't attend okay he'll be he won't be on the attendee he'll be he should appear he's already got a uh, presentation a panelist in that okay he should appear here yeah thank you travis (laughs) all right now we're going to go out on a rim and talk about 
yet rem- <laughs> more remote things and 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 learn all about this and th- this is very very intriguing in fact I, i'm on the rim beta email list and i think it probably gets more traffic it, it's an amazing i can't believe how much traffic that list gets it's unbelievable how much traffic it's getting it's which is terrific hey michael how's it going I'm great, and but I got to say, before we even address anything with Rim, um, it, the show tonight is truly just legendary. In with Eric, I mean, truly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be with my hands on this computer today if it were not for those tapes, if it were not for his dedication to our community. And while his retirement is well rewarded, I'm sure he's going to be so sorely missed. And uh, and just as life changing as Eric has been, and 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 of course the rest of the team, uh, you know Ted and uh, Glenn, of course. But I mean, Eric is 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 the guy we always saw, right? We we always saw them out out, out at the oh, yeah. conferences everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And and I know because when I was doing Serotech, I slept on a few of the same beds that they slept on at people's houses when we needed to go and tour all over the Northeast or whatever. Myrna Voda was uh, a blessing to many of us mm-hmm. and she's a good friend and yep. Fred to Eric and and Ted and, and everybody when they were doing their thing. And to me, amazing. And just as life-changing to me has been what Ira has been to me as a person in my life. Um, it is just an amazing, an amazing tool for us and Janine thank you and Sandy thank you welcome to the community and thank you so much for just being so diligent in what you do uh Janine you're so well spoken and and just such a great uh advocate of the technology and and such a great ambassador it, you know i mean there's just not great uh, enough words to describe how articulate you are on the platform and what a pleasure it is to hear you describe it and the enthusiasm is just uh, communicable as I say, I got it. So thanks for your energy, but it's really great. And, you know, the only thing I'm going to say about Rim and Ira is that you guys, you can take either one, peanut butter or chocolate, you know, but they're two great tastes. Put them together. Definitely, definitely can taste great together. Yes. And I think that the world will be a better place, whether it's an Ira agent doing a Rim session for someone you know, just because they can do it or it's more than that. So whatever it is, you know, we're looking forward to seeing the world as Ira sees it and will describe to us what we can't. And, uh, and we, we certainly hope that, uh, you know, like I said, they're, they're two great tastes that taste great together. So who knows? Yeah. So now let's go back in time a little bit here, because, uh, while we were looking for that, uh, <laughs> little, Thing that we played for Eric, we we ran into something for you too, Mike. <laughs> we're not going to play. Well, it, it's but, just but a candy can. Well, what are these? Uh, those video <laughs> We're not going to well, play because I don't have it queued up here. But but you actually appeared in the in in two of the first ten or so episodes of Main Menu. Did you know that? Wow, that's yeah. yeah I know Matt. You, I Matt, Matt beat me though. Matt, weren't yeah, you? Matt yes, he, yes he did. Yes, he did. Yes, yeah. he did. He beat you. And, and do you know? Do you know what the first thing you talked about was? You've got to know what it is. Hell no! What's it, dude? I've slept since then. Oh come on! You got to <laughs> know what was it, you you what were what were the two products that released in like yeah. the year two thousand two thousand one? Oh no, we did Freedom Box. Right. Now before Freedom Box. Oh, the radio webcaster. Yeah, yes. the radio webcaster. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. You know. 
that is when I realized that there are blind people out there that are willing to spend some money if they like a product that not all of us are waiting for the government to do stuff. I was so damn ignorant and I just caught the fever. I really fell in love with our community. I grew up with absolutely no mentors in the blind community. Um, I grew up without, you know, knowing much about us. And the more that I've worked with our community, you know, we've all had our, our, our disagreements and this and that. And I think that, you know, we can learn all to be disagree, to disagree without being disagreeable. Yep. Um, I certainly know I've been brash in some of my statements throughout the years, but I'm older now. <laughs> Aren't we all? It's kind of yeah, scary, so, right? So yeah, it is, but yeah. I'm older now and I get it. And you know what? We're all on the same team, but I never knew that that team existed before radio webcaster in such a way. It always used to be those blind people. And, you know, I'm ashamed to say it, but it's the truth because that's not the, the world I grew up in told me to be normal. And I always said, well, what the hell is normal? Cause that's not me. And I have yet to meet a normal person yet. You know, now, I don't think that, you know. now, now Matt didn't write radio webcaster though, right? No, that was a friend of mine named Andy. No, I, yeah. met, I, I yeah. met Matt. I met Matt lurking on his mailing list. Cause I heard him on, I heard him on main menu. Exactly. Matt, right. And, is, but he, but he did and I was such a dork. Yeah. yeah you, no, you weren't. Come on. Yeah, he was. He no, was well, too, no, come but, on, dude. Stop. Stop. He was trim. He was, he sounded like he just he was very geeky. He was, he was very, very geeky. Even the, even when I saw him at Microsoft. So this guy, oh, yeah. this guy, and, and, and for anybody listening, this guy right here, Matt Campbell is just closer than a brother. I've spent more time with him than any member of my family. And Matt has truly just done things that as history making, as I believe that tonight's representation on this podcast have been both with Eric and with Ira, because they're both just huge, huge accomplishments for our community. This guy right here, I've, I've watched him. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who comes up with the crazy ass ideas. But he's the guy that brings him to fruition with a passion that I just can't understand. You know, and I, I, I just want to publicly say how much I appreciate the over 20 years of, 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 of friendship that we've had and just how what an honor it is to have been working with him, what an honor it is to call him my business partner today, and, uh, and just how much I have a, a great deal of respect for, for what he's done. And not only with with me, but the things he's done independently. Uh, the guy's just the, I don't I don't know. I think he has a couple of of clones of himself in the closet that he just <laughs> takes out to do to do work. But it, it you know, love you, bro. You're awesome. And uh, and and let me tell you that that was a that's the main menu right here is where I heard you first. So you blame these guys. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what, shall we turn our attention to Rim now? I guess. All right. Now the, okay. now the bro love fest is over, right? Well, uh, no, no, no. The bromance. Uh, we, we, we miss you, Matt, by the way. Uh, at least I do, seeing you every day. So anyway. All right. Uh, so uh, where do we want to start, guys? Um, what, what is, I mean, a lot of people, many people probably have not heard of RIM, so we probably right. should start yeah, so let's here. Let's talk what, about what it what, is. What is RIM and, and uh, what, what, what is it here to solve? You know, you know what's so sad about that? Jeff is that Rim is literally 14 years old. Yeah, yeah. But it was more enterprise, right? Yeah. Yes, it was. Um remote incident manager and folks, we are really trying to look for a new name for this thing because it just doesn't sound right, but I can't 
I can't figure out what we want to name it. So rim it is for now. Do a contest. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, uh, okay. Uh, let's let's talk about that off air. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. But rim is just not. It's just not shiny and 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 cool. But what rim does is really shiny and cool. And what rim does is it allows a visually impaired. What a rim originally did. It was it would allow a visually impaired technician, IT person to access remote computers without having to install any kind of screen reader on them and with without the sighted person on the other side even knowing that they were dealing with a blind person. The challenges back then were many. It's The product was released, what, man, in 2007? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, it, and, and it was, uh, communications were a lot kludgier then. Uh, we were all a lot younger then. Uh, Matt has really sharpened his fangs on, 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 on all kinds of stuff when it comes to internet and with the, with the advent of the cloud and with the, the growing of the cloud and the cloud finally becoming real, um, the opportunity for us to recreate this just amazing product that hasn't gotten a lot, a lot of fame in our community, but for the people that have used it it's kept them their jobs it's allowed people to receive uh access to uh to computers in remote places uh server farms and i mean we've been everywhere uh we've been in state governments we've been in in uh in the, the you know the in just various uh in ohio state university for example early on uh gosh i i don't have a we got into to a list. bank yeah yeah two banks i think um but we, I mean, it's a, it's, it was a, it was an amazing product, but it, it needed a facelift and that's where Matt comes in and I'm going to step aside and let Matt give you the technical because I like to sell sizzle and Matt likes to sell steak. And in this particular case, I think the steak is so much more important than the enthusiastic sizzle. I think that when you hear about the steak, then you can join me on the other side and we can all have a sizzle fest. All right. So to recap what Mike said earlier about what RIM is all about, the uh, the basic premise of original RIM was that a blind or low vision person could connect to either a sighted person's computer and use it without the sighted person uh, hearing any speech output and without having to install a screen reader on that end user's machine, or they could connect to another blind or low vision person's computer and hear the output of the screen reader or other self-voicing application that there, there were a, a couple we supported that was running on that computer. Now, in principle, uh, sighted people could use old RIM as well, but honestly, the quality and responsiveness of the screen output from old rim was uh, kind of uh subpar so and 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 as, as mike said um uh internet communication internet connectivity technology and the cloud have really advanced a lot since 2007 or even since rim version 2 in 2009 so we decided to just go completely back to the drawing board and and reimagine rim and give it a, a full makeover so what so new rim uh can do all of the things that old rim did 
or will soon there are a, a, a couple of minor features that need to be that need to be uh brought back but in addition to everything i just mentioned um well first of all let's let's start with basically the foundation of the whole pro- product which is how the how the two ends get connected and um peer to peer internet connectivity has come such a long way since uh, since the late 2000s peer-to-peer is computer to computer by the way yes folks. yes sorry sorry folks what what i'm basically talking about is the ability for two computers to get connected to each other with a very minimal role being played by a central server or cloud service and the the reason why this is important is when you're doing a remote access a remote desktop session you want it to be responsive uh, you want it to be as low lag as possible. And obviously, the more direct the connection is between the two machines, the more responsive it's going to be, the less latency there's going to be. And what we have seen uh, in the in the public beta of the new RIM is that the vast, vast majority of connections so far are able to go peer-to-peer directly from one computer to the other again with with the central cloud service playing a very minimal role in, in getting the connection up and running but then getting out of the way and just letting the two computers communicate directly so that's how the two computers get connected now what can you do once you get connected well first of all you can hear whatever remote whatever audio is playing on the end user's machine as long as it's coming through the default sound card but we're we're looking into ways of dealing with that caveat as well so whether it's a screen reader or a a self-voicing application like guide connect or self-voicing applications that we haven't heard of audio games music youtube videos whatever you'll hear it too yes in in stereo now, speaking of video, um, the screen output is of a much higher quality and responsiveness now with new RIM. Again, because we're we're building on advances in mainstream open source technologies as well as just the capabilities of Windows itself that have happened in the uh, the intervening years. Now, so, Matt, Matt, can I jump in here for a second sure. and just comment on that for a second and say, you know, th- that's a huge thing. And the reason is because while RIM before was kind of like a blindness specific product that, you know, if you were an IT person, you know, you needed this for your job. So they got it. And it was kind of like the, the blind person used that that version. And we use this one. The beauty about RIM folks is that it is right up there with TeamViewer, with any of these other remote assistance tools that a sighted person can use. So in, in other words, the only accessible remote solution right now for corporate and for enterprise is RIM. End of story. And that is a fact. So basically, if an IT department is looking at redoing their remote support or 
integrating remote support into an app, a work application or whatever. We are the solution to go with simply because it works out of the box. It's, ex, it's, ex, you know, it's accessible and it's scalable. And the quality for the visually impaired technician is equally as good as it is for the sighted. And as Matt, I'm sure can talk about, there are some caveats to working with any of these remote solutions um, for a sighted person that is trying to support a person that's using AT on the target side. There are some caveats to being able to use the keyboard without shutting down the screen, uh, without shutting down the screen reader, many things. So this is, this is really exciting from an accessibility and a compliance tool that can be integrated into a corporate, uh, into a corporate enterprise. And our pricing for corporate is right up there with the, you know, with guys like, you know, the, the team viewer folks, uh, the team viewer folks. So we're, we're not, we're not charging a premium because we happen to be a great product for remote support that happens to be accessible. I'll get off my soapbox now. So let me talk a little bit more about the features that are of equal interest to both blind and sighted people. And then I'll, I'll get into some more of what uh, differentiates RIM when it comes to um, accessibility. So um, I, I was just talking about screen output. Um, uh, RIM has file transfer and, um, and, and this time, you can do file transfer simply by copying a file or folder or any number of files and folders to the clipboard on one machine and then paste on the other and they'll auto magically come across. Um, we, we have the ability uh, to easily flip a session back and forth. So if I were to start uh if I were to start supporting you as an end user, and then I wanted to show you something on my machine real quick, I could flip the session, uh, show you whatever I want to show you on my machine, even let you let you play with it, kick the tires. Maybe maybe I'm demoing an app that you don't have yet, and then flip the session back, and I'm back on your machine. Um, the, the the session flips pretty much instantly, and um, and and uh, uh, one more feature that well, one more feature we have uh, is uh, built-in uh, voice communication as part of the remote session. Um, that, that's an optional feature, of course. You can you can you as the technician providing support or training can choose to do RIM uh, voice communication or not. And we find this comes in really handy because. If you try to use RIM uh, together with something like Zoom, then because RIM brings across all of the audio that's playing on the other person's machine, then you're going to hear yourself echoing back um, from from their instance of Zoom. So that and and just the convenience of having everything in one place it, um, is the other big reason why we have it built in. So. So let's talk now about accessibility and starting with the case where you as the technician, whether you're blind or sighted, are supporting a blind person running a screen reader. Now, first of all, the experience that the blind end user has 
getting started with their remote support session is going to be very accessible, very straightforward. Uh, we've heard things about how TeamViewer is uh, not so accessible, but uh, with RIM, it's very straightforward. The end user runs it and they get prompted for a keyword. And uh, Mike, I don't know if we want to do a seat of the pants demo here or if I should or if I should just describe. I just describe it for now. Um, yeah, I just describe it for now because we're on yeah. Zoom. <laughs> my All right. Yeah. So, so, um, so the way that the remote session works is first you as the technician, um, start up RIM and, uh, you choose a keyword for the session. And the keyword can be anything that's not currently being used by someone else to start a session. And, and, uh, the, 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 yeah, a person's lock on a particular keyword only lasts for as long as it takes to get the session started. And then once the session is running, the keyword goes back into the pool, as it were. That keyword could be one letter, by the way. So if you have somebody with limited dexterity or limited, you know, ability to type, they just have to press one key on the keyboard and that's it. And then the enter key and they're good to go. Yep. As long as somebody else doesn't beat you to it. Um, as the technician. So you choose a keyword um, and then you instruct your end user to run RIM and they enter the same keyword and that's it. You get connected. There's no having to to, to walk the end user through how to read a six-digit code and a password or anything like that. So it's very straightforward to get the session started. Um, like I said, once the session is running, any audio on the target machine comes across. And uh, one, one, one distinctive feature that we have um, that, uh, that you're not going to find in mainstream products such as TeamViewer or Quick Assist or uh, Chrome Remote Desktop is RIM is specifically designed to deal with the idiosyncrasies of screen readers particularly when it comes to uh, keyboard input, the use of non-standard keys as modifiers, things like caps lock and insert. Um, JAWS has a, a, a particular quirk in its keyboard input handling that we uh, smoothly uh, work with. So, so we are, because RIM is written uh, for us, in the blind community by us, um, it just automatically deals with the uh, with the challenges of supporting someone who's running a screen reader. Now, if the person that you want to support is not running a screen reader, then we have what we call our remote accessibility module, where in conjunction with NVDA running on the technician or controller's machine, um, we have an NVDA add-on that you install, that you as the technician install on your machine. And, and we, we guide you through that process, uh, the first time that you use this feature. And then you, you, you start up remote accessibility and, um, and you can start getting speech output from the target machine, but the end user doesn't hear speech output 
and they didn't have to go through the process of installing a screen reader on their machine. So that is, as to, to our knowledge, a totally unique feature of RIM that uh, that nobody else has and 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 we think this is the the killer feature that that makes rim a uh, a no-brainer for for organizations that need to um that need to be able to employ uh blind people in in remote support and and it help desk type roles especially it for blind people believe it or not um you know, one of the, the elephants, as Jeff saying in the room, is probably Jaws Tandem. And, um, you know, Jaws Tandem is a great add-on. And, you know, um, I've had a Swiss Army knife before, and there are many great tools in that Swiss Army knife, but it does many things, so it can't do one thing perfect. And so while Tandem is a good alternative, and it has suited everyone up to now, uh, this is the new kid in town. And the latency from us is, is, is much less. But more importantly, if your JAWS is broken down or has a problem, how's a technician who understands JAWS going to get on your machine? And that's where I've already, Brian Hartgen has publicly said a number of times that he's reinstalled JAWS from people's machines without ever having to run it. <laughs> so, you know, you don't want a solution-specific remote solution when you want someone working on your machine. You want something that can work with all things. So, you know, for organizations that work with the visually impaired, uh, for blind folks, uh, organizations that train us, organizations that support us, whether it be through uh, attended, which means that you're sitting on the other side and you're watching what they're doing or unattended where they hand out machines uh, to people and they keep up a, a link into that machine that they can be uh, in at a certain time to do updates. We do it all. And, and it's, it's exactly, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you, uh, if you, if your jaws instance is broken, if NVDA is broken, there's no screen reader necessary at all. Wow. Fascinating. Um, yeah, very interesting. And I like the idea that, that there is, for lack of a better word, a tandem choice. Because in many respects, though, for those people who, who don't use JAWS, don't have JAWS, um, they, up to today, there really isn't much for them to do unless you use TeamViewer. Uh, but you still need some form of a, of a, of of being able to actually interact. And so I think this is pretty cool. I mean, I mean Tandem is great. Yeah, it is. I love it. Because, of, well, first of all, because it's free, right? I mean, it's not free, but it's included in the product. So it's not it's, something It's free for paying. the user. Right. Well, yeah. and, and so is RIM, by the way. Okay. And one of the things that we do for RIM that we're going to do for the, for the community is once the product is released, you get half an hour of free controlling a day. So if you need to help your friend, and you don't have a subscription, you can use it. You can use the product for half an hour for free every day um, with anybody you want. Um, we can't do more than that. We'd like to, but you know, we have a business to run. Um, but, but but that should help the casual person that needs to do something quickie on, on a friend's machine. If you can help me with this or help me with that. But for people that are using, that are using a support tool in the field, especially for people that are working Tandem is just too slow. 
I mean, think about people like Jonathan Mosen, for example, um, that is sitting in New Zealand and is trying to remote control a server with JAWS on it. Uh, his, his, you know, via tandem, he has his packets have to go all the way to St. Petersburg, Florida, and then back to New well, Zealand. Well, it's actually it's actually somewhere in Virginia because oh, okay. it's yeah. Amazon oh, Web right. Services yeah. US yeah. East. Right. So so basically the the ping time makes it very sluggish. And again, if you're using it occasionally, it's cool. I mean, you know, hey, it works and it's free or included. And uh, and the very beautiful pricing of JAWS nowadays, listen, if you can afford a hundred bucks a year, go get it. Even if it's not your primary screen reader, keep the keep the company going, you know, support them and and you know, let's keep the product alive. It's a great product. Um, but I mean, to I I I I can't say enough about that we are as a company latency is kind of our biggest pet peeve if you get more than 99 milliseconds latency on anything and our average is about 70 80 milliseconds per connection that's that's incredible and the ability to i mean when you the, the when you have a voice conversation um it's it's just as clean it's like if you were sitting right there it's like if we're doing right now and those those tools are important when it comes to using RIM to support people. And, you know, for those entrepreneurial folks among us, you know, you can start up a little business and get your, and get some support and make yourself some money and be a blessing to the community at the same time. So Matt, when, when we uh, actually use this product and you deploy it, you know, for example, I'm thinking of someone like my father who, uh, you know, God bless him. He's uh, he can do anything with his hands, but he's not necessarily really computer savvy right what a great example go ahead right so so uh, in fact i called mike up and i said hey man uh we got to solve this for this use case you know remember this conversation mike i do yeah it's called one-to-one one-to-one exactly your fault jeff he created it it's all his fault it's all my fault well no i I, i'm trying to solve a problem (laughs) because this this happens frequently and so what do i do today well because it's a pain in the butt, right? He doesn't have JAWS installed. He doesn't have NVDA installed. You know, he doesn't have any of that installed. So what do I do today? Well, I, I, you know, go knock on my son's door, you know, knock. Hey, hey, uh, son, uh, David, uh, you know, go, please, please go in and, and, and work on, on grandpa's computer and you grumble, 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 you know, uh, okay. You know, and, 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 and so now, now we can, right? So so can we can we talk a little bit more about the the onboarding experience here from the standpoint of, you know, uh, someone like my dad? I, I, I'm sure you have to. There has to be something that runs elevated, right, on the on the on the actual remote device. Sure. So the way it would work is first of all, if if you happen to be yeah yeah if you if you're giving him a new computer. Um, you could go ahead and pre-install uh, the uh, the app, and for 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 people and organizations that that hand out new computers or that that you know, that, that that build or or pre-configure computers on mass, we're we're still working out the details, but we're going to do some kind of of uh, pre-configuration of target machines using using command line. Uh, switches of some kind so so you can pre-install rim 
on end users' computers and and hook them up to your RIM account so you can access them unattended if if you need to um, if they set give up you a permission. Yes, if they give you permission. Yeah, that's a big deal these yes, days. Yes, oh, that's yes. a big deal. Yeah, uh, privacy is important. Yes, yes. And and and, yeah, yeah. and aside from that, uh, we'll we'll give you the the the, the option to set up a, a custom hotkey that they can use to kick off an interactive keyword session. But uh, so so that's that's the 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 more advanced use case. But if if your father already has his PC, and I I need to step back and and mention that. Uh, for for now, this is Windows only. Uh, we have Mac and other devices on our roadmap, but we got to start somewhere. And honestly, Windows is the most uh, friendly platform for this type of product. So we're starting with Windows. So your dad has his Windows computer. Um, and so while, you know, while you or your son or whoever is over at his place, or if you can walk him through this over the phone, he would go to getrim.app and uh, download the installer. Uh, he would run the installer. Yes, it needs to, the installer needs to run elevated. And then uh, the installer will, will, one of the things it does is it puts in a background service that takes care of the elevation Right from there right. on out, a and little so, agent or something, a little agent that sits yep. back there and keeps an eye on things. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, so when he needs help, um, he being a sighted person, I assume would uh, he, would yes, uh-huh. would click on would would double click the desktop icon. Uh, we we've got a spiffy new rim logo that we had designed for Ooh. us. So he would double click the rim logo, um, and it would pop up a nice, simple, uncluttered screen that it says receive help and as a big heading and prompts him for his keyword. So you start RIM on your end, you get the provide help screen, you enter, you choose a keyword, you enter it, you tell him what the keyword's going to be, he enters it, you're connected. And then because he doesn't have JAWS or NVDA or anything like that on his machine, you would go into your RIM menu and choose Start Remote Accessibility. And then you would have speech output uh, from his machine without bothering him with it. Yeah, but wait, there's more because Jeff took it further. Jeff heard all that. Loved it. I, you should have seen him. He was dancing yes, around. Yes, I room. was. I, I got very excited. He, he was dancing hours. around the room. Yeah, but he said, good. "Hey, he said, hey, hey, Mike, let me talk to you." So, what if there's this guy? You know, yeah. What if there was when you guys do that unattended thing? What if I could do that from one computer to the other? No more computers right now. Rim is you know one to many for technicians and there's other packages, but he said, but what if we did it where I just need to control one computer? Would you give that to me for a dollar? I said, no, Jeff can't do it for a dollar, but I could do it for 10. And he said, okay. Said, so for $10 a month, Jeff can now go ahead and connect to his dad's computer. Whenever his dad needs Jeff's assistance, his dad doesn't even need to lift a finger. His dad can just say, go ahead and log on to my machine and Jeff can jump do on the machine and do, do what he needs to do without dad ever having to do anything. 
with that machine. And that is what we call one-to-one. And that is our most basic. We, we, we wanted to call it, you know, Jeff's gift to, to yeah, no, technology, you but Stop that. no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, we were trying to figure out, we we're trying to figure out a way to Don't bring, get me bring in trouble, name into it, but no, but it was, it was a great idea. And, and by the way, th- this is so important that we as a community um, understand that we are family. There's no stupid ideas. There's no wrong suggestions. And we're not two people that are sitting in an ivory tower somewhere, uh, you know, just kind of collecting in the money when, when, um, and, uh, and, and just not listening to people. We have a public beta right now. The product is absolutely free. You can go to getrim.app. You can sign up on the mailing, on the emailing list and try the product. Give us your constructive criticism, good, bad, and the ugly. We want to hear about it. We want to hear, I mean, really what Jeff said had never crossed my mind. And when I brought it up to Matt, Matt was like, yeah, that, that, that's a great idea. Okay, so, so a few yeah. more questions now. So once he once we get remote accessibility running on Dad's computer, and uh, so that would be running a copy of NVDA. I assume that NVDA would get updates as needed for security and all of that, right? Right, man. The accessibility module is updated. Um, it's based on NVDA, but it is not an actual complete version of NVDA that's running. So it's not NVDA twenty two dot two or whatever. Well, it's it the the parts the the main driver of the whole thing is the controller. The controller is the boss. Okay. You know, when the controller is not around, the accessibility the accessibility module does absolutely nothing. It okay. doesn't and interact. It one, doesn't update nothing. And it does it send the audio over the one core voices over, or you speak. <laughs> It sends um, it sends uh, speech synthesis commands over, and those get spoken using whatever synthesizer you, as the side. controller, are running on. So it's it's in, in that respect, it's like NVDA Remote or Jaws Tandem, but it, it, with with the notable difference, of course, that the target user isn't hearing speech on their end. Right. Okay. So if I'm using Eloquence on my on my machine and i'm controlling the remote i'm going to hear the speech in eloquence that's correct and 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 you know i even i even went a bit down the road where i thought about sending audio over the over the pipe and that would make I, it more that would that would cause latency though would it not um it would it would cause more bandwidth for sure, and it would mean that that licensed uh, synthesizers like Eloquence uh, couldn't be used in that scenario. Yeah, so. yeah, that would be a yeah, yeah. And I hate eSpeak. Oh yeah, I I I, I was gonna, <laughs> I'm glad you're not using eSpeak because man, I that would have been a that would have been tough. Now you, I think you're using eSpeak, aren't you, Matt? Yes. Of yeah. Yes, I, I, I have acquired I'm sorry, the taste. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to hear He'd that. He'd have to turn in his geek his geek I know, badge. I know. I, I don't understand how you could do that. <laughs> couldn't I, be a nerd without that. Larry, are you using eSpeak? I am. Be. Nope, I am not. Yeah, okay. That, 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 Tur- that's turning your, turning now, your Travis, badge now, Travis is. <laughs> right, Travis? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm just checking. I don't think it would work well with my tinnitus. I think it would drive my ears bananas if I used these. It messes with mine. I will tell yeah, you that. Yeah, it's just really bad. Yeah, it's very, very, very interesting. Okay, so should we talk about pricing? We have the nine ninety nine a month pricing, right? What, right. what What are the other pricing tiers? Okay, so I'm going to go through them real quick, 
but they we can are take questions. They're, they're, yeah, I'm saying, but they're on they're on they're on page two. So so basically, it's nine ninety nine a month or ninety nine dollars a year for one to one. That in, this is the personal packages, right? This is for a person who either wants to support one more person in their family mm-hmm. um, or just has one computer at home that they want to control from the road. Like if you have a, a desktop, a at, desktop home, at home, you know, and right. you can change it three times in the year, right? Yes, that's correct. All of okay. all of the personal packages allow you to change any of the targets or the controllers three times a year. Okay. And because is it, if you is change- it similar to the, cause I, I, I'm sure someone, will, I know the answer, but I'm, I'm just going to ask so that it's transparent to everybody. Is it similar to, you know, uh, I don't know um, how uh, the eloquence licenses or, or freedom scientific's portal is where you can, you know, remove a key and then, and then reuse that key again, or how does that work? Um, for that, the three devices. That, well, that, that you're going to you're going to be able to change them. We don't have that uh, interface done yet. Okay. So it's not there yet. It'll be there upon launch. Um, so I don't want to muddy the waters because the UX okay. could change. Yes. But there will be a way to do that. And and listen, we put three in there so that we don't get abuse on the system. Yeah, I understand. But if somebody needs a fourth one, we're not going to. No, you can't have it. <laughs> you know. Um, then the nine ninety nine, right? Yeah, nine ninety nine or ninety nine bucks for a, a fourth one. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Nothing. No, no, I'm the, kidding. Go on. Go on. <laughs> so, so the next package up is for the. It's basically one, one controller, and then three targets, up to three targets. As many, you know, as many up to three targets, and you can, you know, you can move those around. You got, you got three changes for each one per year. So again, if you, for example, have a computer at home, if you have an audio server, you know, some, if you have a couple of different computers, you just drop it on there and go to your personal network whenever you want. And that is where our consumer offerings end. Um, and what was the price for that one? Uh, that, 1999? Sorry, it's ni- it's, no, it's, it's no, 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 it's 20, 24, 24.99. Right. 24.99. Matt just gave everyone a discount. Yeah, right. 24, <laughs> 24.99. Um, or twenty or two hundred fifty bucks a year, basically. Okay. So it's twenty five dollars a month or two hundred fifty dollars a year. So the, you 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 and and you can generally do our numbers like that. So if something's nine hundred ninety nine dollars a year, it's because it's ninety nine dollars a month type of thing. So which is the next package I'm going to talk about, and that is for uh for what we call Rim Pro, and Pro is for that support person for that trainer. For the one guy that is the support for his whole office or whatever, or for whatever, it's for one controller and then as many targets as you want, doesn't matter. And that is $99 a month or $999 a year. Now, if you need another target, I am sorry, another controller. So for example, uh, let's say you got, Two people, one works during, you know, one one works in this office during the day and the other one works in that office in the evening or works in this, you know, whatever, or even two people that that work, but they don't always do support together. Uh, we basically allow the one channel that they can share. So basically when one guy is doing a session, the other one can't. Um, but we expect that they're, you know, it's great for if you have, if you have a couple of people that are sharing uh, the service, if you need to, if you need to run it, uh, if you need to run it at, at, at different locations. 
so we can add targets. I know we can add controllers. I'm sorry. I'm getting used to this new new terminology myself. Um, to to any of the pro accounts, and that's pretty much it for pro. The next ones are enterprise, and those I'd rather not go into here simply for time's sake. But they are. But uh, enterprise is available. Enterprise packages have no number of targets, no number of controllers. Uh, they're just based strictly on channels um, of use. And I don't want to muddy the waters any no, more than fine. I already have. Yeah, but, no, it's fine. But uh, yeah, so that so questions. Yeah. Questions. And by the way, the Rim Pro yearly subscription is available for pre-order now. Yeah, and that's important because if you're on, if you're using it right now, I, I was so honored. And, and I mean, Brian Hartgen has been, a huge rim supporter for years and he's been a customer they've been a customer but when this thing got into public beta when when this thing got into public beta brian turned around and put it on his page and you can go to heart hearts and consultants right now and it says this is what we use you know and it was it's in public beta man i have never been so honored um because the product matt and i were laughing because we've been producing products for 20 years man and this is the one that's just like got everybody talking you know and we really need your support and if you're using the product now and you don't want it to go dark on september 1st and then you have to and then you have to go through the problem you know reactivating it and all that stuff you're welcome to come and buy the pro account now we could use the money it's matt and me you know so i'm being candid it's matt and me there's a, there's no big board of directors here there's no so every penny counts Every penny helps. And I'll tell you, you know, just on a personal note, I, I got to tell you, Matt and I have made a commitment that as soon as we can get to a place where we're at least breaking even, making a little bit of money, you know, doing okay, you know, we need to take care of our friends in developing countries. We need to do something, you know, and right now, you know, we want to do something for free, but we can't, you know, it's just not possible. But well, what we can't. Yeah. But, but you, what we can do is we can do regional licenses for countries, mm -hmm. country-specific licenses, like the like the folks in Colombia did with uh, with JFW, where an organization for the blind comes in and says, "You know what? We're going to pay, and anybody from within this country can use the service or the technology absolutely free um, for while people are within the country. We can geo restrict everything." So we have absolutely no problem with that. And we want this to get into the hands of people. I've gotten emails from Egypt, Ethiopia, from different parts of India, from all over the world. And I just don't, I, I feel so sad to say that we got to wait, folks, but we, we want to, you know, so we really all need to get behind this because this is for us, man. This is by us, for us, by us. And, yeah. and, and I think we nailed it. I think we did a good job on this one. Well, Matt and did outdid himself. Yeah, and to be candid, I mean, uh, if you were to spin up a server and 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 pay for the hosting space just alone, you're looking at probably at a minimum, you know, ten dollars a month just to do that yourself. I mean, oh, let alone uh, the coding time of developing the app. You know, well, yeah, and the and the thing is that there's so many little features that we haven't gone into that when you go into the when you go into the public beta list. It really is an interesting read. It's not just full of a bunch of crap. It's really oh no, no. It's very technical. I mean, uh, the the quality of 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 posts on that have been outstanding. And you've got the the 
the creme de la creme, the creme crop dude. of people represented. Oh my goodness. I am, I am, we are humbled. We are truly humbled. And I'm not being facetious when I say that. It's just like, no, like I said, I'm shocked, dude. I'm like, really? It yeah, no, 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 years, no. I, I, and now yeah, people yeah. are excited about, but Hey, you know, it, it, it's, it's good. It's good to be excited about the launch of a product, but you know what? This is the honeymoon. You know, the well, marriage you, is is still ahead of us, and you, we you, need you, you to you, help us. With you know, that. you get a lot when you go to bed at night and you get up in the morning and you have fifty uh, messages in your inbox just from that. Yeah, overnight. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. It's my <laughs> it's morning pretty, coffee cool. routine, my friend. <laughs> yeah, well, so, you're, it's your, it's your all day activity, man. You're on yeah. there all the time. It's yeah. awesome. So let's go to Travis right. and see if we have any hands up because we've got that. about fifteen minutes left, and if there are questions, we want to make sure that you guys got a chance right. to ask them. All right, so uh, Diane has her hand up once again. Let me allow her to talk. There we go. Hello, Diane. Hey, Diane. Yeah, hello again. Can you hear me? We can. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, um, I guess my question was that, uh, not that I ever would use this prop with this product because I can't imagine myself being a technician, you know, and working on somebody's computer, but. Um, I understood you, I thought, to say that uh, in order to get speech from the, what was it, the target computer, mm -hmm. um, that you would have to install an NVDA add-on. Does that mean that you would have to be competent using NVDA in order to um, use this application? Well, first of all, that's a great, great question. Um, and by the way, it, you would probably not be the person providing support, but we certainly hope that you'll download the app and hold on to it so that if you need support, you can use it and you use it free of charge. Of course, it's free to anybody who receives support. So the, the okay. targets are free. Um, the people who, and, and, and anybody, like I said, back in September 1st, when we start, we're going to because right now everybody can use it for free but we'll be giving 30 minutes a day away. So let's say you have a, you're, you're not, you're not very technical, but you have a really good friend in Ohio or somewhere across the world that is, and you just need somebody to, you know, put a couple of files together for you or do whatever. And that's going to take less than half an hour. We allow them to log onto your machine for free to them. Cause usually a technician would pay and they can fix your problem for absolutely nothing. And they could do it for, you know, they can do it for half an hour a day. So we hope that that you would take advantage of it and download it and learn about it. Now to your to your to your question, the remote uh the the person providing the support, the uh the controller, they're the one that needs to download the NVDA add-on. And that's a simple, straightforward process that our right. software leads you through. It it doesn't require and if there's an update to it, we push you through that too. But the people who do that are pretty technical and that that's something that an nvda user is really used to but the 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 target machine plays no role in that just the controller but the controller whoever's con controlling the controller would need to use nvda i guess is my question that's oh, um let, well, let me let me yeah. provide some clarification on that though uh the controller will need to run NVDA if they are blind and accessing a machine that's not already running a screen reader. Okay, um, right. If they are if if they're supporting another blind person, then the controller can run whatever screen reader they want or the none. target or none. <laughs> if uh, they're then, sighted. 
yeah, the target can run whatever screen reader they want, and it'll work because it's just audio going across from one <laughs> machine to another. The, the 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 NVDA specific part is only when a blind controller is supporting a sighted uh, end user, or 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 perhaps connecting to a server machine, uh, or doing some just, repairs on somebody's machine who's you know, screen reader has gone out or whatever. Right. And you need to reinstall right. it. Just any, so any they would case. In that, they would in that case have to know NVDA though. Yes. And, okay. and it's, cool. it's, it's not that we want to play favorites with, with, with uh, competing products in the AT industry. But the, the, the truth is that NVDA being a, an open source screen reader with its powerful add on uh, ecosystem is the screen reader that gave us the flexibility to do what we needed to do here. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you. Any other questions, Travis? No other hands at this time. All right. So, so what's going on besides RIM? What's, what else is going on with the rest of the Cero brands? Are you, are you um, planning on doing any updates to those, uh, mm -hmm. Mike? Yeah, but you know, there's only one one mat, and that's one of the things that I mean. It 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 basically comes down to funding, you know, resources and time. Uh, Matt's one person; he's trying to get through what he can get through um, as a single developer. Um, we're actually looking at hiring on um, if everything works uh, the way we think it's going to work. We're possibly going to be bringing on somebody else uh, in addition to Matt in October um or november in that time period but we're waiting to see how pre-sales go and and that kind of thing so again you know i i hate to be sounding like a broken record if anybody remembers what those are but uh or like a repeating uh cd or whatever but uh but we need support we really or need an ipod stuck on replay replay <laughs> there you go so I, i've also got my hands full with a pretty sizable non-NUMA yes. project if i could uh, talk about that briefly sure yeah go ahead matt so i don't i don't know how much word about this has gotten around the blind community in general i i blogged about it last september and have been pretty quiet about it in in the community at large since then but uh i uh so i i got a contract with google uh towards the end of last year and a much bigger one this year uh, uh, to work on an open source project that I call Access Kit. And what this project is, is a, it's an open source uh, uh, programming, uh, basically an open source uh, software library for, for programmers uh, to, to, to make it easier for them to make their apps accessible, particularly apps that have you know, very custom UI implementations, you know, the custom user interface, you know, the kind where, where you load, you load up an app and you try to use it with your screen reader and there's just absolutely nothing. And, and that these, these are especially common in things like, um, digital audio, you know, audio production tools and, yeah, plugins for 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 digital audio workstations like Reaper, thing, things of that nature, but uh, all it also in in you know, various other niche applications. Um, the 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 trouble is that um, implementing accessibility from scratch 
for a custom user interface toolkit is a lot of work. And it's a lot of work that has to be done separately for each platform. And what, what I'm trying to do with access kit is basically bring a lot of what's good about the web accessibility architecture and things like ARIA and, and even borrowing some from the implementation of all of that stuff in Chromium and bring it into uh, custom native applications. And, and right now I've, I've got a windows implementation in progress, um, which uh, should be uh, uh, at 1.0 sometime within the next few months and uh, a Mac implementation coming later this year and uh, hopefully even one mobile platform. So uh, this, this of course, isn't a product that, uh, that, that, that would be used by end users, but it's a, a bit of infrastructure. Toolkit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's infrastructure that I hope will make it easier for uh, software developers to make their apps accessible. And I, I am even working on a proof of concept integration with the Unity game engine. So we might see some more accessible uh, games um, as, as a result of this as well. By the way, did I did, did I mention Matt sleeps and does karaoke? I know, as I, I well. don't know. Yeah, yeah. Are you <laughs> still does. doing the karaoke thing? Oh hell yeah! Yes, okay, yes, a couple good, times good. a week. Okay, a few good. times a week. Okay, okay, good. So yeah, um, accesskit.dev. It just redirects to a, a a code repository for now, but the and and the the readme is a little bit out of date. But but anyone who's interested and wants to to nerd out on this can uh, can find out more okay. there so accesskit.dev yep okay and me i'm i'm working on i'm working on music audio production um both of us are kind of working to supplement what we're doing right now yeah that's, so, that's important yeah oh no it's cool i mean i, I yeah, i'm doing stuff. doing music and stuff again and production so it's kind of fun there you and go. and and it's flexible enough to where you know as more as more and more time is consumed right by then the you AT can transition move, from one to the over. other yeah so yeah, exactly we're having fun man we're really enjoying yeah. ourselves and thanks for inviting us yeah, yeah absolutely really so so how can here. everybody stay up to date about everything uh all up can give us all your context stuff oh here. god here we go ready uh numasolutions.com okay so that's might P- want to spell that because yeah, that's unique. That, well well you know the truth of the uh, I, I keep telling people we we did i i did that name just to tick blind people off um the, because numa is spelled p as in paul and E-U-M-A solutions.com. That's numasolutions.com. That's our corporate website. If you're looking for information about RIM in particular, you can go to getrim.app. And then we have scribeformeetings.com and we have scribeit.io, which are our other augmented document remediation and augmented meeting remediation products and uh those are all of our contact information so yeah. and do you have a phone rim, number no? no not no no the the, the internet is the best all I mean, right the, that's good enough yeah, the internet and if they the need to reach you you can install rim and do an audio chat there you go 
there you go. go. But, but uh, and do join the do join the public uh, mailing list. We really want the input. Yeah, and 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 tell and tell others about us. And Absolutely. For, again, for having us. Well, well, keep us updated. I know uh, you know you'll be working through the month of August, and uh, I, I guess things will launch in September. Is that right? Mm-hmm. September first. Okay. okay. All right. So we'll try to keep everybody updated. Uh, you know, at the end of August, and kind of keep everyone. Uh, I'll reach out to you and get an update on on if there's any late breaking news. Cool. And we'll give everybody that information next month. But uh, thanks for joining us, guys. And uh, this has been fun. It's good to get updates. Take Thank care. you very, very much. Thanks. Got anything for us, Larry? Uh, not much. Just a little theme music to send us off. I I know. We, st- we, we went retro in the beginning and we're going, you know, modern in the end. Yep. Man, I don't know. So next kind of- August, I think we'll get back together and we'll plan another main menu. And we hope you'll all join us. That's right. Take care and good night, everybody. Good night.